You ever seen a California license plate? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm getting tired of that shit. <laughs> podcast this week you got zach gale davis alden and the infamous buffalo hunter (laughs) (laughs) talking about out-of-staters some forest fires going on and uh whatever else we get off topic about yep yeah it's gonna be a little bit of a shit show i think but when is it not on the rendezvous yeah (laughs) good well uh forest fires yeah yeah well uh sure are there's a lot of them uh there's a lot in california but i say let them burn um yeah you're right well if if it burns too much then they start migrate into Wyoming and we don't want that so half of them are scared the snow. Well that's only that's coming tomorrow. Oh yeah shit you're right. <laughs> <laughs> no actually I did see talking about the California fires, the like LA area they were projecting yesterday like record high temperatures just because of the fires. They're so close and then it's it was just a hot day too. They were between like 110 and 120 degrees depending on where you were at in that kind of area of California. Just sounds awful. So did you hear about that? There's a California fire that was started by a gender reveal explosion. Yes. That burned like 7,000 acres. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid millennials. Uh, Yeah. That That was California. That was in California. California doesn't have genders. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're right. It was just a rainbow. (laughs) Just rainbow confetti. Um, Yeah, no, I did see that. Um, I don't know if that's like... Um, I honestly don't know how many fires there are in California. Um, yeah. Well, it, it's almost hard to tell what they're considering individual fires because they branch out so much. They're all over the place. Yeah. And then some of them start running into each other. So yeah. So if we wait long enough, there's only one and we don't have to worry about it. Oh, gosh. Yeah, well, all right. So uh, my neck of the woods up here uh, in Bozeman, the Bridgers caught on fire on Friday. Um, So three days ago. Um, And my apartment's got a perfect view looking right out at it. Um, For our listeners who are from Montana or who have been to Bozeman, um, the fire started right above the M. So... There's the M, and if you know, you can hike the M. There's a couple different ways to get up there. There's an easy way, and there's a hard way. Um, and the reports that I've seen, I haven't looked today to see what they, if they found out what started it, um, because it wasn't a storm. It's been just super dry and clear the last week. Um, so it wasn't like it was a lightning fire. But anyway, the... Uh, I don't know when it was. It was sometime in the afternoon, but I noticed there was some smoke coming up from the trail uh, next to the M. And then that night, it just kept getting bigger. 
Um, but it didn't look terrible. Like Friday, Friday night, it was bad, but it didn't look awful. And the reports that I saw said Friday night, the fire was around 400 acres, which is pretty small compared to the 7,000 acre fire in California. The one in Wyoming that we'll talk about in a little bit just jumped to 14,000. Um, but anyway, so I, Friday night, I sat out on my patio drinking some beer and watching the world burn. And uh, the next morning I got up and looked out there and it looked like it had been contained or mostly there was less smoke than the day before the night before. Um, and they, I know they'd been dropping water on it all night and they'd done a pretty good job of, um, sectioning it off with the fire retardant, you know, watching the planes. That was actually pretty insane. I was headed to the store and I'm driving like straight towards the mountains and I saw the plane like fly down, just take this nosedive right at the mountain and then drop all that fire retardant was, yeah, it was pretty cool to see. Um, so anyway, Saturday, I went to Billings, met up with my family, and I came back, and around Big Timber, just south of Big Timber, there was so much smoke. I was like, oh, no, like, <laughs> there's no way all that smoke came from the fire I saw the night before. So I thought maybe it was, uh, maybe there was another fire that started somewhere that was close by. Um and then I kept getting closer and closer, and it's coming, like, right from behind the crazies, which are just south of the Bridgers. I was like, oh, man, this fire got huge. Um, and so I drove through the canyon, and as I'm driving through the canyon, like, you can see the fire jumped over the uh, um, the ridge and then started going that way down Bridger Canyon, which is towards, like, Bridger Bowl and uh, some of that stuff. So uh, it, it got pretty big. It, so I think... At that point when I was seeing it, it was at 11,000 acres. Um, and once you get back in that canyon, you know, there's there's houses and there's housing developments and stuff like that. So people were uh, forced to evacuate. And I'm pretty sure some houses burned down uh, uh, this weekend. So Did they have it contained by now, right? Yeah. Uh, so this morning I got up and there's supposed to be rain and snow, uh, snow on the mountains today. Um, I got up and I couldn't quite tell because there was just the, the fog around the mountains, but it, I could just see enough that there wasn't smoke rising from the M. Um, so I think between the, the weather and then, you know, working on it the last couple nights, um, they've gotten it contained. So that's good. Uh, yeah. That contained pretty fast for forest fire. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yes, let me see if there's some new information on it. Um, so, uh, still no cause uh, of the fire. Um, anyway, yeah, so for the most part, it's contained. Um, yeah, yeah, it's good. I mean, yeah, considering it was... Um, you know, right here and really close to town and there's all those homes, they got it contained pretty well. And then of course having the weather helped out for sure. So Yeah. And then you said Hannah, Wyoming is on fire. Yeah. Um so about the same time as the uh the Bridger Foothills fire, I was on Twitter and Mark Gordon was tweeting about the fire. <clears throat> um Casper Star Tribune uh reported yesterday 
residents will be allowed to return home after the fire prompted evacuations. Um, so the fire roughly burned 7,500 acres. Um, well, that can't be right if they're letting them go back. Why is it, if it's 0% contained, maybe just the area where they live. <laughs> 0% contained in the, yeah, you're good. Yeah, go back. <laughs> um, that's weird. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. So there was that fire. Um, hang on. There's some more. That's, that's not what we're going to tell you about that fire. <laughs> Um, so that's not a forest fire. Those of you who haven't been to um, that area, it's an old coal mining town. Bit, I want to say it's basically just sagebrush for miles. Yeah, um, like, the picture there might be some stands of pine trees, but it's not like your average forest. Right. Yeah, no, it's a prairie fire. Um, again, the cause of this fire is under investigation. They're not sure. Um, um, but uh, yeah, they're saying, you know, just the high temperatures and the dry conditions uh, definitely set it off. Um, there's not much in terms of reporting um, on it, just other than, you know, people were evacuated. Um, and now they're being, you know, they're allowed to go back. Um, so. So I was hunting this last weekend in the Snowy Range, Medicine Bow area mm -hmm. uh, by Laramie. I am so surprised that doesn't catch fire every year just because the beetle kill in the forest is so bad. Sure. There's down trees everywhere. You can't even like go hunting in most of the forest because you're having to step over a tree mm. every two steps. Like it's just not. Yeah. It, you can't like sneak up on anything. There's dead trees everywhere. One little spark and, that whole forest could go. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Well, that's why California is always on fire. They don't have anybody to go out and clean up the dead trees or, you know, all that dead brush. Um, and yeah, you get one hippie who drops his joint and then boom, everything's on fire. Or yeah, you get yeah. some dumbasses decide they're going to light off a firecracker to reveal the gender of their baby. And then they burn down 7,000 acres. Yeah. One thing I think is a major problem, though, is just forest management. Mm -hmm. Partially because, like, the National Forest Service, they don't really have funding to go into forests and clear-cut the trees like they need to do and thin it out. So right. there's not a bunch of dead timber everywhere. But hopefully with um, the Great American Outdoors Act that just got passed in Congress, it'll free up some money to be spent to help manage forests better. Sure. I haven't looked that closely at um, what the money's supposed to be used for, but hopefully that is part of it because yeah. if you manage the forests better, yeah, sure, there's going to be hot years and you're always going to have forest fires, but 
they won't burn as much, you know, right. Or right. spread fast. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I think we need, we're going to, we plan to do an episode on that, uh, great American yeah. doors act anyways. Um, and so we'll get, we'll dive deep into that too. But yeah, I mean, that'll be a good thing if it can, or if it will fund states, because as you know, Wyoming is uh, severely has a huge deficit right now, and they're, yeah. the governor just announced last week two hundred million dollars, two hundred fifty million dollars in budget cuts, and there's still five hundred million that they have to go to decrease that deficit. So, um, so yeah, there's no way in hell the state of Wyoming is going to go clear up the 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 mountains and the you know the snowies. So, yeah. yeah. It, as bad as forest fires are, I'm, it's a natural process. I I think a healthy forest needs to be burned every so often. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, that's how the debris and stuff gets naturally ridden. And I'm pretty sure... And that, how you start trees, new growth. Yeah, trees, don't they have to be, like, burnt to, like, grow? Some shit like that? Yeah, like that's... Pine cones gotta, like, burn... Right, that's when they open up to that extreme heat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and you know, it's terrible too. I mean, people, some houses were lost. Um, no deaths, though, which is good. Um, yeah. And again, that fire got contained pretty quickly. It, it looked like it didn't, there's a, um, somebody shared on Facebook, they kind of mapped out on Google Maps uh, where that fire was and where it's been contained and stopped. So it, it didn't get to uh, Bridger Bowl, um, which is good because, I mean, that's huge, huge money yeah. for, for Bozeman. So um, so that's good. You know, and again, it's too bad that some houses were burned down. Um, but again, no, no lives lost. So that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, so out of staters, yeah, you had some uh, recent encounter with some out of staters. You still yeah. heated about that? Not as much as I was when it first happened. <laughs> so, um, like I said, I was hunting this weekend, and my hunt got interrupted by two out-of-staters from Minnesota. And so basically one of the hunting laws in Wyoming is if you're an out-of-stater, you cannot hunt in wilderness areas unless you have a guide. So I was hunting in a will or going to hunt in a wilderness area just so um, there's less people. Mm -hmm. you know yeah and i had been up there in this particular spot i was going to i'd been up there thursday and saw fresh sign i called back and forth with a bull elk for about three hours it ended up not coming into the park i was at it had circled around me and winded me and um, started trotting away but still bugling back and forth mm-hmm um, so I was going to go back there and my plan was to sit on a, um, wallow cause it was going to be the hottest day basically of the month. So I figured they'd come in for water eventually. Uh, but as I'm 
about to walk into the wilderness area like i'm walking into the entrance point a couple out of staters from minnesota because i'd seen them getting ready at their truck i thought they were going to go on the other side of the road that's not wilderness area so i was kind of taking my time to get ready they basically on a run cut me off and started walking into the wilderness area and i was like um <laughs> aren't you guys aren't you guys from minnesota and they're like yeah i was like you know you can't go in here unless you have a guide it's yeah. a wilderness area and they're like no no we're good <laughs> like, no <laughs> and so i was like i was pretty livid i ended up this is at like 10 o'clock in the morning so now i have to find a whole new place to go because i don't want to be in the same area as a couple right hooligans from minnesota that are gonna yeah don't know the first clue about hunting elk yeah for sure in, in that area so i ended up kind of going circling around and going below them thinking they might push some elk my way but the whole thing was a shit show so my the point is if you're an out-of-stater and whether you're going to wyoming or if i were to go to idaho montana make sure you know the regulation the hunting regulations and fishing regulations of the state you're going to don't just because yeah. every state is different with most of their laws like know your shit if you're gonna right go to another state yeah exactly yeah geez yeah well and we i don't know if we've talked about this on an episode or if just you know when we've met up uh to, and we've talked about it but yeah that's that would piss me off so much dude <laughs> and just the fact that they just didn't even question you it's like now nah, we're good <laughs> just yeah, took i was like well no you're not yeah i had cell service right now i'd report you but yeah well yeah and i'm sure that happens you know more than more often than not oh, yeah. um i mean god even just this summer i mean we've had an abundance of out-of-state people and look there's nothing we can do to stop these people from moving to wyoming or stop them from just tour you know visiting and let's be honest i mean sheridan profits a lot from the tourism industry oh absolutely i mean wyoming in general um, but that doesn't excuse out-of-staters from being massive pains in our asses, okay? Whether it's driving to Walmart or it's going up the mountain to go fishing, <laughs> just everywhere, everywhere, you know? And you, it's, I mean, obviously it's the worst around rodeo, but this year it was in May, there was traffic and out-of-staters that rivaled rodeo week, you know? It was it was all summer long because of COVID. Yeah. All the other states are shut down and people want right. to do something. Wyoming opened up, so it yeah. was yeah, well, let's go to Wyoming. It was thick without a staters all summer long and it got old really fast because they all think they own everything. Exactly. Yep. And I mean, shit. I grew up fishing on the North Tongue, going up the mountain and turn you know, going through those turnoffs and going fishing up there. And uh now that I'm getting better at fishing too and um, 
I, I get it. Well, it's definitely time now to go find new places to fish, whether we're backpacking into somewhere to go fishing or something. But, you know, sometimes you just want to go up and just have a nice, easy day fishing on the river, you know, and you can't do that anymore because no matter where you go, whether you go the first turnout or you go past the culvert and up the hill a little bit and go down, there's going to be two or three vehicles all over at, at each turnout. And everybody's going to be standing over each other, standing over the fish and just, you know, smacking them on the head. Those fish aren't rising, dude. It used to be you could go in and pull out or catch at least 10, 15 fish a day, you know. And, of course, it's mo I think there's – I don't remember where uh, catch and release starts. It's above uh, where Bull Creek comes into the North Tongue is all right. catch and release. Below right. Bull Creek is you can keep. Right, okay. I mean, because when we still should catch and release because yeah. it gets fish so much. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, the fish you pull out aren't ones you want to keep anyways. And, I mean, if you're eating – I don't know. I don't eat trout. I don't think it – I honestly can't imagine it tastes that great. But if you're keeping them for cookies, I mean – Yeah, I only eat trout when I'm in the wilderness area because – Trout aren't fish and they can fight me on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I mean, you know, it's just I, I'm and I'm sure they're taking them out of the catch and release areas too, you know, whether yeah. again if it's eating or if it's trophy fishing. But some of them don't know the regulations exactly, and the fishing numbers in just the last three years have dropped just steadily, incrementally each year down. They're lower and lower, um, and I can't I can't imagine it's disease. I think it's just out well, of people taking them. No, well, part of it's disease because you get every millennial now catches a four-inch trout that they got to take a picture with every fucking fish. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like if you've never caught a trout, they're pretty slimy. Yeah. That slime is what helps them have a healthy immune system right so the more you're handling that fish in your hand and the longer it's out of the water the more slime you're taking off yeah so when you put it back it's now less healthy and right. has a weaker immune system right so when you're taking a picture with every freaking trout you catch you're hurting that fish population immensely right well and you know there's proper ways to handle the fish too i mean i you know i've always been told you get your hands nice and wet before you even grab the fish you know yeah because then again you're not taking off as much of that you know protective slime and then uh you're just overall benefiting the fish by getting your hands nice and wet and ready to handle the fish and then if you don't uh, if you don't know how to you know Take the hook out, or again, if you're taking pictures of every single freaking fish you catch, yeah, you're you're those fish are gonna die. Yeah, so, it's yeah. like take a picture with the big ones, the ones you catch catch three maybe four times a summer. Those yeah. are the fish you take a picture yeah, of, not the four inch, not the four inch trout. Oh, but it's cute. Look at me with my little tiny fish. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> well, and then a lot of out-of-staters yeah. sit on the same hole for two hours and, yep. yeah, and catch, the same, fish, catch yeah. the same fish three or four times. It's like, no, you catch 
two, three, four fish a hole and move on. Exactly. Break. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, when we're going, you know, there's everybody knows where the holes are now along the the North Tongue. Um, and yeah, they sit there or it's, you know, they're they're trying to race you to that spot, too. You can't just fish nice and casual up a stream or down a stream, you know, and hit the spots. You, you're always leapfrogging over somebody. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's annoying. It's annoying for sure. You know what? It was so bad. It was so bad this summer on the Bighorns. I went to Weston Reservoir in um, kind of off of Red Grade. Uh-huh. Nobody ever fishes that lake. Yeah. Ever. Huh. I go just because it's like hard to get to. It's not yeah that popular. Sure. I go and there's freaking like 15 people there. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah. No, I know, dude. There's so many people now. It's it's hard. Um, well, working, working for YDOT, there was one state license plate that I did not see, and that was Hawaii. Yeah. I saw every other state. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wisconsin, Minnesota were big ones this year, which I don't normally see that many of. Usually it's um, like California or Idaho or Colorado. Um, and there are plenty of those this year too. Um, tons, tons and tons of out of staters. Yeah. Honestly, I think our tourism numbers in Wyoming, I'd have to look this up, but I would venture to say even with COVID, they were as good, if not better than they have been in years past. Again, I'd need to look that up. And if I were a Batman, which I am, <laughs> I would put money on that. Right. Well, the one huge discrepancy you're going to see is the money that comes in from rodeo. But yeah, I mean, even if you take rodeo out of previous years, I'm sure it would be pretty close. Like the one thing... Rodeo took a huge hit this year. Yeah. A million lost at least. Yeah. Yeah. The other hit I think would hit tourism was we didn't have the big buses of... Yeah people coming over from other countries you know yep but i mean yeah we still had a bunch of -of out-of-staters yeah for that i think and early in the year too which i think is what makes up for it in the long run yeah yeah well we have a funny or fun idea of how to be a a good out-of-state tourist or sportsman. Um, we're gonna we're gonna maybe storyboard some ideas there, and we'll we'll release that this summer because I think that'd be hilarious. It's um, next summer. This summer's over. That's, it's yeah. I already consider this summer over. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. Well, look at that. We filled up our time. Yeah. <laughs> did a good job yeah we talked about some good stuff so um let's see we've got uh uh some more episodes coming uh great american doors act some potential interviews um hunting season is upon us talk some more about hunting and is that where carter's at today no, he's he went to Thermopolis. Wow. Uh, his girlfriend. 
Yeah, all right. Yeah, whatever. Um, was busy yesterday catching trees out of poison. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, tell his fishing story. Um, when he gets back on, Jacek is. I think Jacek's at work now, but he was hunting this last week. Um, he and our ag correspondent Art were out doing some elk hunting. So got some yeah. some stories coming. Um, they cool. didn't get anything, did they? No, no. no. Um, yeah, not uh, at least I haven't seen anything. So, yeah. Cool. Well, is that all for today? I think so. Something like that. Alrighty. Well, don't forget to subscribe, share with all your friends. Um, start some fights with us on Twitter. We love that. We got nothing better to do. So, (laughs) all right. Peace out, everybody. See you next time on the rendezvous.